Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 28, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and UNPC does come to conference calls, uh, Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are in the conference, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. <coughs> Venu? Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for doing this uh, service to the immigrant community. Um, so I currently have AOS pending from October 2020 with priority mm-hmm. date of August 2013. And I also mm-hmm. have a H-1B renewal coming up. And uh, my wife is currently on H-1B. We are planning to move her to H-4. So I have mm-hmm. three questions regarding the transfer from uh, my wife's H-1B to H-4. Um, and and, and you, you, what is your priority date, you said? August 2013. Did you get your I-140 approved? Um, I applied for premium processing. It was rejected two times, so we are applying the third time again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, the, my questions are specifically regarding transferring my wife from H1B to H4. Um, mm-hmm. So, can we stay on H4 but still use uh, AOACOD? Will it uh, using AOACOD marry us to the AOS status? Yes, it does. Okay, and. Um, does applying H4 EAD cause any impact on AOS EOD? Can we maintain both? No, no, it does not impact. You can maintain both. Got it. And if we apply for H4 and put a specific date, requesting that it get started on a specific date, and uh, assuming that it doesn't get approved by that date, can she still continue working on H1B or on that specific date we are done, we can't work on H1B? Anymore? No, it doesn't matter what date you put it. Let's say if we put July 1st, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say in August you are right now. Can she mm-hmm. still continue working on H1B? If the H4 is not approved, she can. Got it. And, and the day that the USA approves it, we have to stop working. Well, they will approve the EAD also. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. So, it, yeah. so, so you suggest probably like, you know, apply way far into the future so we have a good buffer. No, 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 no. Don't apply way far in the future. If I apply okay. right now immediately itself, I okay. told you, even if the start date becomes current, she doesn't have to stop working until the H4 is approved. When the H4 is approved, H1 will be approved. Don't put like October or November and put it because sometimes we get an RFE on the EAD. They approve the H4 and they mm-hmm. issue an RFE on the EAD. So it's better mm-hmm. to put it July itself. Don't put it somewhere in October or something like that. Okay, got it. Got it. Cool. Okay. In, 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 and at this point of time, we don't know if they're going to approve the H4 EAD, H4 along with the H1B. 
there is a chance for it because there is no biometrics anymore mm-hmm. okay yes so we are we are planning to apply in premium processing hopefully it goes through that's on and don't put future date put the present date got it got it if then make next person please thank Nima. you neema neema i can't hear you neema yes hold on now can you hear me yes go ahead ma'am okay thanks for taking my call okay uh, i'm a teacher and last october 2020 my filing date was current so i filed mm-hmm. for my 485 and 485 j also was filed and a colleague of mine also did the same so our i40 is approved maybe like in 2012 and we have also done our fingerprinting i mean uh, fingerprints is done so my question is about 3 or 4 weeks back he got a confirmation letter of uh, 485j but i have not received any don't worry about it so should don't i be concerned it. you should not be concerned anything about it at all i don't know why for some people they are sending it i don't know why they are not sending it to the other people i don't know i don't know why they are approving it to some people i don't know why they are not approving there is no official policy on it so if you have filed the 485j supplement and you have not received any receipt notice of it you should not be concerned at all on that one okay that, that that was my question thank you so much rahul next person please ranjit yeah hey rahul uh, thank you for taking my call <clears throat> so uh, my I applied for my adjustment of status in last October, uh, so actually December. It it became current in October, but we applied in December, and uh, my H one B is expiring uh, coming month uh, in June. So my attorney did not uh, allow us to apply H one. He asked us to wait until uh, the last week of May. So they are applying my H one B now because mm-hmm. I haven't received my seven sixty five EAD yet. So. my wife owns a business uh, she runs online uh, business uh, it is a registered firm so we expedited her 765 uh, last before week and uh, she got approval for our 765 mm-hmm. so because i'm going to be on h1 still because i haven't received my 765 yet uh, it's not uploaded can she move to uh, 765 uh, aos ead because uh, i will be on because i am primary applicant because i will be on uh, primary applicant mine is still pending and uh, can she use her avoc uh, ad because she is a secondary applicant yes she can why do why, why did i pass yes why did i pass so much um if you if both of you have h1b and h4 mm-hmm. okay and she has h4 ead mm-hmm. if you move to the adjustment of status and she doesn't have an ead a aos ead she cannot work on adjust, uh, she cannot work on h4 ead okay but it's vice versa though you are on h1b and she is moving into adjustment of status ead perfectly legal nothing wrong with it okay that's good. good to know so okay that's good to know. so there should not be any implications because i will be still on h1b no implications no negative implications you are good no problem with it that that's good to know so one one other follow up question on that so will be uh, 
any issue because we only submitted her expert request and yeah. uh, mine is still there. That's okay. fine. No problem with it. Oh, yeah. Next person, please. Thank you so much, Rahul. Shashi? Shashi? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, yeah, I have an actual petition with my regular full-time employer. Uh, I discussed with you before. I mean, uh, the only thing is that I have my future green card employment with someone else. Uh, but now I have another job uh, and uh, he wants me to file a uh, concurrent H1B. So will it impact my existing application or uh, how do I run the payroll? Wait, you are working with company A. Yeah. Company B has an I-140 approval, is right? Yeah. And so, you did not file a 485 application yet, is that right? No, I have a target of 2015. Okay. So now company B, company C has a concurrent employment job offer. Uh, yeah. So what is your question? No, will the H1B, if I apply from them, so I need to apply this for 140 again, or can I use it with oh, the company? No, 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 no. You're yeah. good. Um, uh, I'm getting a lot of echoes, can you? Um, you have with company B, I-140. So yeah. just because you're working for company A and company C at the same time, company B's I-140 is not affected at all. Uh, okay, and if I have to file the 45, but I have to go to company B, I guess. I didn't set that, you added that. No, I'm asking because I'm not sure whether, because uh, these guys are again, company C is filing once again a new green card application once again. That's fine. That doesn't conflict with company B's. And regarding the payroll, I mean, will it affect uh, both the companies or uh, do I have to tell them that I'm being working for something like that? Oh, I'm not you, sure about how does it work. The company C needs to know you're working with company A. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, company A... Company A does not need to know you're working for company C, immigration-wise. Company C has to know that uh, I've been working for company A. But company A, you don't have to tell them you're going to work for company C. You don't have to tell them. Uh, okay. And uh, regarding the payroll, they can individually run it. And there is no issue in that. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly. There is, a, there is a, a YouTube we did on concurrently filed H1B. Can you work two employees at the same time? Go ahead, watch that video. You will I have all the answers to that thing. And you have no conflict with company B having an I-140. You working with company A and company C is not a problem for you. Uh, and if I work for company C, and if I, I mean, yeah, I'm working it wrong, and they are filing the 140, I mean, the GC and 140. That's fine. Like, That's not a problem. Uh, okay, thank you. Next person, please. Sunil? Sunil? Sunil, you yeah. have to unmute yourself. Yeah. Yes. Um, sorry for that, sir. Thanks. My name is Sunil. I'm from Nashville. So, um, like, my question is, uh, I have an approved I-140 with my previous employer um, with the priority date 2016. Like, uh, today I have received uh, confirmation that my uh, firm has been uh, certified with my current employer. Uh, I have been working with, uh, like, uh, with this employer since two point five, two and a half years. So in a month, I need to apply my H-1B along with uh, H-4 and H-4 EID. So like uh, at this point, uh, uh, can I continue with my previous approved I-140 
or uh, do you want me to get the current uh, uh, 140 approved with this uh, no, not needed you don't need a current i140 approval with this company the previous company never withdrew that one is right or did no, they withdrew they, it no yeah, you can use it you can use that if they have not withdrawn for 180 days and if they have not withdrawn by january 17th of 2017 you can use mm-hmm. that for your life you don't have to get this new companies i would want your approval to file for the h4ead no you don't need that so my my only concern is like uh, um, h4 h4ead i am applying so that's fine uh, like within, within six months after uh, this firm certification uh, my my current employer has to file new i140 right That's fine. So, so will it impact the H four EAD? That was no. It does not. No, absolutely, it does not. Whether it's approved, no. whether it's denied, it will have no impact on the H four EAD. It has no impact on your H one B if they are applying for more than six years of H one B. None whatsoever at all. You have an I one forty with company A. You can use it. Absolutely no problem. Next person, please. Manut. Manu. hi uh manuj so um i uh, again um, i just received my um certification and i wanted to check as like my priority date is may of 2015 and mm-hmm. um considering the current scenario of the movement of the dates should i go for um i140 in eb3 category or eb2 category it's tough for me to answer that question um what do you think so means um, i see that eb3 filing date is 2014 right answer now answer my question in one word yeah i feel i should go for 2000 i should go for eb3 but uh, there is I, I i believe no that's, that's only one eb3 i according to my mental feeling okay i'm not telling you what to do okay you have a 90% probability of getting it right okay that's my guess next person please thank you upender i know i'll be quizzed on that the whole month now hello rahul can you hear me yes upender go ahead yeah uh my question is that like uh, my h1b got approved in january of 2020 and then from then i've been trying to go to india and then get it stamped because of the multiple travel bans i'm not able to travel and i don't see light at the end of the tunnel anytime soon why uh, are you a day one cpt guy that got the no, consular no. processing approved no 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 why do you have to go i mean why did you not you file the change of status i mean i filed the change of status but i don't not got stamped i did not get it stamped So you have an I ninety four with H one, okay. Correct. What's your Correct. problem Correct. in going to India? Because last time, um, until May thirty first, uh, March thirty first, I had some. I got. Uh, I got the. You are here right now, working in United States. Correct. What is the question right now? I, I wanted to go to India, and I don't see light at the end of the tunnel because there is travel restriction. I right? got the. What is your question? Uh, is there a proclamation like after when I can go, or like any foresee date or something? No. Uh, no when when you when i look into the sis1 uh, uh, ban that's what we call it as especially the european countries italy and certain some other countries where they barred us is right that by the administration has never removed them even though those countries are relatively safe for them india and brazil 
then he never removed those conditions though he took a lot of other travel bans but as far as the covid is concerned he didn't took it ban now if you are assuming that this travel ban is going to stay only for one month you will be very disappointed though they only said they may review it in 30 days or in a month's time that doesn't mean anything it it may go perpetually it may go for six months it may go for one year my follow up question is like can my parents come here is there any travel Absolutely. restriction for them the uh, do they have a visa to come into united yes, states yes yes they do they do uh, they have to they have to spend 15 days outside the country outside of india to come into usa like mexico or in canada and then they can come here yeah that's fine any of those okay. countries canada i think so is a bar too but check, check the travel restrictions of those particular countries but mexico i think so you can okay yeah okay fine or, or dubai or any other country right dubai banned it too so whatever it is <laughs> 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 because it's been two years I, I, since I, I met you, my parents yeah well you've thank grown you. up buddy this is your life now next person please alright thank you Mukesh hey hi Rahul uh, thanks for taking yes. my call uh, so Rahul my priority date is from my previous company and that's of April 2018 and I have mm-hmm. uh, heard that it's a very good chance that this year it might become current uh, but uh, since i have left that company already and my new company has already filed gc but the way it is making progress i expect sometime next year by june july i wait, should have wait 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 you said your company already filed the gc what do you mean filed did they file the prevailing wage did they filed a uh, prevailing uh, wage for, yes okay makes sense okay yeah so i expect uh, uh, it might take until next year sometime by july or august i got the point so so what's yeah. your question i got the problem so my question is uh, what's the probability what do you think that this date might go backward means and the reason why i am asking uh, so that i can explore the option like should i try to move it to my previous company or not or better should i just wait for uh, next year i would i would i would open up the discussion with the company i will send the old company employer or the hr a nice blue label for 250 dollars um and uh, 220 the gift should be less than 250 that's that's a lawyer's requirement that the gift cannot be more than 200 and then we have to report in other things so blue label is good 220 dollars i would open up the discussion i would keep them in the loop i would discuss with them to see if they are willing to take then in september though i will make a move if the priority date becomes correct okay okay and that, that's what i would do if i ask them a favor and do i need to be employed with that company when they file my adjustment of status or that depends like that, that depends on them that depends on them okay but that's not a rule that i have to be that's employed. not a rule that you have to be employed with them okay next person also, okay yeah. thanks rahul yeah next person please yes squared sir krishna hey, hey, this is something yeah go ahead krishna krishna you hey, uh, go ahead i can yeah this sandil here um uh, yes, thanks for taking my question uh, i'm on you know eb1 my priority date is october 2018 and i have filed aos in uh, october 2020 my 140 is approved by matrix is done and i am waiting for ead and gc 
Okay. Mm-hmm. So my question is on my L1A. Uh, actually, I filed an extension in December, and I received mm-hmm. a RFP, you know, yesterday. So my question is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh, if I get an EAD before, uh, you know, responding to this RFP, can I withdraw my L1A? Mm-hmm. Or you can. If okay, and if there is any, you know, unfortunate situation, if my L1A is denied, will that impact my AOS, you know? adjustment um it it will it, it will have a negative notation there though but will it automatically trigger the 485 denial because you got l1a denied uh no it doesn't it's not an automatic denial it will have okay. about 2 to 3% adverse impact on your green card application uh when did you got the rfe though uh today one so, thing is that one thing is that there is a memo that came out a month ago that the uscis have to go if they have approved previously they have to respect that a little bit little bit yeah so it so previously l1as and all those things were getting denied so mm-hmm. that's one thing that you can fight second thing is that you just got you just got an rfp right now you have yeah. how many months to respond to that you have I, right I, now 87 days but you have until mm-hmm. uh, your i-94 expired in december is right my i-94 expired in january and i filed so you have until, december. yeah you have until september of 2020 september of 2021 and you have until that almost that period of time because there is a 60 day grace period that's allowed to respond to the rfps now so you respond in september by the time you get an ead uh, but my 240 uh, days will get over by you know uh, september 5th. september right yeah by the time you should be getting the ead you will respond you you respond in somewhere in july or august that will be fine you don't have to respond okay. right now but best approach is to withdraw l1 if i get a ead is that right that's right just withdraw just withdraw if you get a ead great thank you sir obviously best next person please dana priya hi rahul so uh, this is about my question from yesterday about my whether biometrics are needed for applications that were filed before may 17th uh, drop an email i will drop an email i'll call you back today okay, drop an email uh, ma'am okay info@rnlaggroup.com in, in i got your question whether you you need the biometrics or not i i didn't i don't have, i still don't have an answer drop an email at info@rnlaggroup at i'll respond to you today okay yeah, sorry about that no that's fine so in case it comes out that i still need i still either need either way why don't why don't i give me a chance i will respond to you the email okay okay then thank you samaksha hi rahul so my question is that uh, i'm on h1b currently so my wife's h1b uh, extension is being filed on premium processing so i was thinking since biometrics has been removed can i file h1b to h4 change of status with her and so i wanted to see what is the risk in like when my H- will my h4 get approved with her h4 and h4 ead and will there be a gap in my employment that i will have to take when my h4 and h4 ead gets approved and by the time i get my h4 ead physically in my hand first thing is that when you file h4 plus h4 ead 99% mm-hmm. of the time you will get approval at the same time mm-hmm. and when you're telling about the gap period though typically you are allowed to uh, you know they are allowing for the i9 requirement they are giving some exceptions to it to allow to work 
on the I-797 approvals. In fact, the uh, ICE just extended that period of time right now. So you're fine on the gap period though. With regards to whether or not the H1, H4 and EAD will be approved at the same time though, uh, we yet don't have a results yet. We're looking into it. Wait until about 10 days or so, we will get a clear picture whether or not the H1B is getting approved with the H4 and EAD at the same time. At the same time, we don't have a clear picture at this point of time because the biometrics went off on May 17th, not before that. Okay, just one follow-up question. And I'm trying to do this because I'm I'm going to school in the fall in September. So, but since H4, H4, you know, change of status is taking a long time, and my wife's employer is trying to do H1B premium processing right now. So that's why I was trying to tag along. So do you think I can also future date my H4 and H4 EAD uh, you know, date with my H1, uh, with my wife's H1B premium processing application? I do not like to future date it though. The reason is that if you future date it, they may issue an RFE on your EAD though. Because the EAD, some of the officers, they don't know how to do future date and approve the EADs. I see. There's no okay. reason for you to future date it. If you get an approval of H4 plus EAD, you're going to get it at the same time, you can work. So future dating is going to complicate the situation overall. I will try to avoid that. Yeah, sorry, just last part is like, because I was thinking there could be a risk that my H4 gets approved, my change of status, but let's say they file an RFE on H4 EAD. Is that possibility or I mean? There is always a possibility, but because of the possibility, uh, I don't want you to put a future date because you have more possibility of getting an RFP. I see. You see my point? I see. Okay. Next, it's like the, when you when you drive when you drive in a car, do you need an element? No. Is yeah. it an extra safety? Yes, it is an extra safety. But at the same time, you are restricting the vision, so you have extra probability of meeting an accident because you wear an element. Yeah. So you have Makes to to do you need it? And do you not need it? That's the reason I choose not to put the future date. Next person, please. Ashish. Hello, Mr. Reddy. Uh, so I have a two-part question. Uh, uh, we applied for uh, our EAD last October. My priority date is 31st December 2010. So it's expected mm -hmm. to be uh, current next month, I'm thinking. So you had mentioned we submitted all, submitted all the documents except my wife's medical, who is my dependent. So, ex, so you mentioned that people who are getting their dates current are getting the GCs in the same month. Would that apply to people who have submitted all the documents? Or you think uh, that will happen that fast for me as well? Or it will take longer because we haven't submitted my wife's medical yet? Why don't you submit the medical right now? Because you submitted, you, you didn't submit it before because she was due? Well, yeah, she was due, yeah. She was expecting, so now, now we she, had to wait. Yeah, now she's clean, is it right? I mean, now she's good, is it Yeah, right? we got it, but our attorney seems to say, uh, he's, he's kind of saying, like, don't act hesitant, you know, hastily. Just wait for my instruction, something like that. So uh, yeah, I don't want to, I can do it on my own, but I don't want to go, I don't want to be in his back. Okay, side, so. it's up to you. But they can right. issue a green card for you. They cannot issue for your wife, though. Okay. But will they ask for an RFE and then processors? Yeah, 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 yeah. They may issue the green card and issue an RFE for your wife, or they may issue RFE for your wife and wait for you to respond. Okay, okay, got it. But it won't happen so soon for me, I guess. At least maybe not for my wife. They cannot. You're saying that they cannot. They cannot approve the green card without medicals. At least we have not seen it yet. Okay, and that will take some time. Of course. Okay. 
And my second question is, um, if if we plan to uh, have any buy any properties and do Airbnb, is that feasible in our situation right now with H1B slash EAD or H1B slash 485 you know, submission? If you want to buy a property, you don't need a H1B. Your uncle in India can buy a property here. A visiting visa Airbnb? people can buy a property here. Can we rent it out and do Airbnb and stuff like that? You kind of, yeah. Air, uh, you can rent it out with regard. You have an EAD right now, is right? I don't. I, we have submitted the 485 last October. Uh, I have to look into Airbnb rental though. You can buy the property, but I don't know how to manage the Airbnb. I really have to look into operational wise how much involvement you will be in operating the Airbnb. That part I really don't know. I need to check okay. on that. Okay. That okay. involves if I buying no the property, not a problem. If your involvement, no involvement is. In, if it's no involvement, you can buy the property. No problem. Okay. And do the business, okay. I guess. Do that part. But own the property, yes. You can. Okay. And rent it. Okay. But not and rent it. Okay. Yeah. As long as I'm not involved in any take care, taking care. That's fine. Okay. If you are not involved in the day-to-day -day take care, you're just buying a property, giving it to somebody, absolutely perfectly all right. Okay. Next person, right. please. Thank you. Dihal. Hey Rahul, this is Nihal. Uh, I'll take I'm the next one. Three callers, guys. Go ahead, Nihal. Um, I'm on H1 and my wife was on H4 EAD. Um, last week, we, we were trying to uh, apply for the EAD um, and my actually employer attorney called me and said that my wife's I-94 has expired in December 2019. Um, although she, she, this was actually because we, we got the new H1, H4 around uh, May 2019. And I went to India after that. So my passport has a new visa, but my wife doesn't have that. So should I have to apply her new H4 EAD, even though we have the new 797, which is expiring in May, 2022? I'm really confused now. When is your wife's I-94 expiring? It already expired in December, 2019. What is expiring in May of 2022? The new h4 ead h4 ead and my h1 the one the 797 that we got but what about her h4 along with that that is also so the she didn't she didn't go to india or she didn't go out of the us she didn't she didn't get any kind of a stamping on her passport so she has the but, old h4 stamp that was expiring in december 2019 and her i-94 also expires in december 2019 when did you file for the H-1B extension? How did she get the EAD extension though? Until May of 2022. So we, we filed in, in, in March 2019. So we got it around May, the new approval. So after, after that, she went outside the country and come back into the United States, right? Yeah, she went to Canada for a weekend and then she came back. So that's how she her, her I-94 shows December 2019. I went to India, but I got... I, I, I went for the interview process, so I got my. I got the point. I got that. So, so, so she is not in legal status from December of 2019. Yeah. You need to put the phone off and consult a lawyer, though. Well, yeah, we already filed. Like uh, I know, but I, but it has to be discussed privately, though. Cannot be discussed on this conference call. Oh, okay. Okay, because that's uh, a very lengthy thing. Uh, she is not legally in this country. She's allowed to leave the country and get the stamping. There's a non-protect argument. I do not like to risk, uh, but I would. You should be discussing privately with the lawyer. Okay, sure. that's Thank better. You. 
sorry about that next person please mangesh choudhary hi hello rahul sir quick question yes um, mm-hmm. i i lost my employment with the current employer and at the mm-hmm. same time before losing it uh, i have a previous i have another company with which whom i am been talking and they are about to close very close to offer me a job i'm currently on h1b i have an approved i140 from a previous company and my priority date is september 2015 and i i've been hearing your uh, you know video logs where you mentioned that do not leave the company as of now and i didn't i wasn't planning to leave this company my labor was certified with this company and also i140 is uh, is applied it's been two months um mm-hmm. i wanted to get uh, Uh, I wanted to file my H1B and also green card process with your company. Uh, eventually, well, let's, let's 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 just get to that. Yeah, I, I got. So you have an I140 with the company that you are working right now? No, no. I have an I140 approved from a previous employer that I left three years ago, three to four years ago. Right, right now you are working for a company that did not file the labor and. Labor or they they did file. file. They file my labor. The labor is approved. My I140 is in. It was in progress. and that's when i lost the employment but and your previous same, employer you have the labor and i140 approved yes and they have are you willing to go there and are they willing to take you i can ask okay and is, is that in eb2 or eb3 though that eb2 eb2 okay so okay if they are cooperative i mean you should go and join their company i, mean, I don't know you don't technically don't have to join that company to file an, a downgrade application you don't technically have to file uh, to join the company to do the downgrade but it's just like pleasing them that's all right uh, question is let's say if they if i call the the vp of the company and if he agrees i don't have as i get i get what you said i don't have to work with them but let's say if they apply for my 485 in the month of october when my september 15 date comes current mm-hmm. assuming mm-hmm. that now they apply for my 485 at what time do i have to be employed with them if i there's no need for, there is no need for you to be employed with them at any time legally none there must be a job offer genuine job opportunity open for you okay you must be willing to join okay and that is even after my i485 was approved let's say they file my i485 you I still don't need yeah and then and then later on later on you decided not to join what will happen to your green card nothing will happen it will still be remain for you will it cause so, any problem when you get the citizenship no okay so if i talk to them apparently they are in houston uh, and i got my own property there if i talk to them and I, they agree and if there is no legal consequences to them and if they agree that hey i will we will go ahead and file your 485 and if i assure them hey don't need to worry about the fees i will take care of the money part of it uh, since you are not employing me and not getting the benefit of my employment from you for you then in that case if they agree then it should be fine right they they should be able to yeah. file my form if i absolutely yeah and i would even file a downgrade application right now if they are willing to instead of waiting until september october so downgrade to eb3 is that what you are suggesting yeah yeah So downgrade to EB three. So there will be two filing EB two and EB three for those both cases. Four eighty five will be filed, yeah. right? Okay. Any of one cases, not both cases. Okay. I'll you have a ticket to... with the. You have to. You have a ticket to go on a horse ride. 
now right. by filing a downgrade application you're going to buy a ticket for the donkey ride if the donkey <laughs> comes first you get on the donkey uh, if the, well what if the horse come first oh you forget about this donkey okay just go on the horse yep, yep. thank okay. you sir i'll i'll and, and, you, and you can in between you can change them too Absolutely. the prior dates more Absolutely. okay so uh, we are we are what we are doing with people is right now we are applying them in advance keeping them having both tickets available whichever comes early we're going to apply those adjustment tickets absolutely uh, one request sir so if they agree i would love to move ahead with your law firm to represent me. sure i'll i'll give you my information info@rnlawgroup.com in the chat you can drop an uh-huh. email and then we will we'll, i will send you the what we need from them what you need from from you to proceed with the downgrade and i for it pay thank you next thank person you. please shrikar hi rahul uh, thank you it's good to see talk to you rather than on the tv so quickly uh, my downgrade application got noyed uh, for i140 uh, for the reason being uh, the category classification i was a systems analyst now a manager so uh, i just want to know what would be the worst case scenario uh, of wait, course come please wait 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 you are is when you file for an i140 did they change the designation in filing an i140 yeah uh, in 2013 i was analyst now manager so the new one they applied did, as manager i didn't i didn't ask you what you're doing mm-hmm. you may be a lawyer you mm-hmm. may be whatever you want to that's not what the question is when mm-hmm. they filed an i140 what did they file as did they file the same position did they file a different position different one did they know what they were doing or did they, is it an error or is it like i don't understand yeah that's what i am they are new one for our company uh, yeah so yeah that's a wrong thing the, you may be a manager you may be a lawyer right now who cares the mm-hmm. the question is whether do you have the same position open which is a system analyst or whatever the title that you filed if that job is still there your i140 will be approved but if they are telling now you are working as a lawyer they use the labor certification of a system analyst to file for a lawyer you are going to get the denial so is there anywhere I, out for this no the best way right now is i want to withdraw the i140 hopefully you didn't use the ead because we always told people never use the ead yeah, followed you is approved good yeah. good good you did now the best thing right now is get this i140 withdrawn it's not going to be approved i end file an i140 again immediately mm-hmm. with the analyst position yeah simple okay did they, thank you did they do only for you or everybody else they did the same so for everyone like 10 of them they did that but most of them like uh, they got approved that's what like three of us it didn't get through so Yeah. Yeah, the officer looked into the carefully and then denied it. Yeah. And that still the people who got the approval might not be safe too yet. They may come and revoke it because once they see this law firm filing frivolous mm-hmm. uh, I140s, they will go and withdraw those things. So you need to uh yeah, you need to withdraw it. I mean, you don't have an option. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Contact us if you if you want us to represent your company. contact us mm-hmm. info@rnlogbook.com uh, gayatri is going to put the email address contact us if you co- but you have to get your company's approval to represent you or any of you guys all the people have to withdraw i mean whoever got the notice of intent to uh, deny mm-hmm. or notice of uh, just rfp you will have to withdraw this application you have no way to go around on this one 
Okay. So the general thing is they would have, they should have applied based on analysts, not the new, new role, right? Period. Yeah. Don't change a simple word. That's it. Same thing. Next person, please. Thank Sumit. you. Sumit. Uh, thanks for taking this call, Rahul. Um, so I have a question about uh, my uh, status. So I have uh, H1B. Uh, I have uh, entered years in 2015. And uh, this July, I'm, uh, uh, I'm close to uh, six years. And uh, my I-140 is not yet approved. But with my uh, current employer, I got the H-1B approval till uh, next three years. So my question how? is... Uh, how? How? You're not eligible for it. Uh, yeah, I think that should be a uh, technical error. Uh, uh, so my question is, uh, so I, uh, I was planning to move back to India and once the I-140 gets approved, I uh, was planning to uh, come back. Uh, but I mean, looking at the current uh, situations in India, so is there any other alternatives that I can? Uh... You can file a B two. You can file a B two application for temporarily staying in United States because of the COVID situation. But don't rely on their mistake. You speak Telugu? Hello, oh, Sumit. You speak Telugu? Okay. Which language? Yes. Which language you speak? Telugu. 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 The damage is for the leaf, okay? If they do a mistake, you do a mistake. Whoever does a mistake, you will pay the penalty. You got that right? So don't believe on their mistake and rely on it. File a B2 application if you can't go, but don't continue working on the H1B. Okay, sir. Okay. I'll take the last caller. Yes. I'm oh, sorry? Sir, one one follow-up question. So after taking the B2, uh, so... Before I leave the country, if uh, the I-140 gets approved, uh, can I move back to H-1? Uh, is there a possibility? You can try it, uh, but we are noticing the change of status denials very many times from B-2 to H-1. You can try it, but you cannot work until the H-1B is approved with the I-94. There are some cases that are getting approved, especially when they move to H-4, coming back to H H-1 is working out very good. For B-2 coming back and H-1, it's not working out good. You can you can try nothing wrong in it. Next person, and this will be the last person, guys. Hi, hi, sir. Uh, hi. hi sir. Namaste. Uh, sir, sure. In 2016, I was working for company A, but company B started my GC process. Perm got approved, but I won party denied. Yikes. In 2016. So I heard in last session. So we can use that perm application in 2016 now to apply EB3. With the same company. Yeah, with the same company. Well, what's the reason why the I-140 got denied? I didn't get much information. They said uh, that time Trump period started. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I, you're right. I mean, you can use that labor certification to file an I-140 again. Absolutely, but it should be only that company to file an I-140. That's number one problem for you. Number two yeah, problem is you already. Number two problem is you already got the denial. So some lawyer has to evaluate to see. Because when we file the second I-140, we have to mention that the previous I-140 was being denied. So this officer is going to look closely into it. Hey, why did they deny it? Why should I approve it? They need to look into that closely. So when they look into it, so you have to overcome that. So you should consult a lawyer and then you should have the denial with you to make sure, you know, is it worth for you to spend all this money? I mean, so that's the reason why I would... 
any lawyer, you know, you can, you know, show it the denial though. Okay, so why I'm asking is, so if in case this year, if they ask, uh, it's ever, we can apply 485 based on the filing date of 2016. I got the point, but I don't want you to just file the 485 application. Though, okay. And get an EAD and then get an I-140 denial only to benefit lawyers like us. Okay. So what benefit you're going to get it? We, you, we got the denial before. There is a good chance that it's going to be denied. You, you need to evaluate it properly. If ever you want to choose one of our law, office lawyers for it, for the I-140, don't choose me. There's a guy by name Ryan Wecken. He does I-140 RFEs every single day. He files almost like three. He doesn't do anything else though. Just I-140s. Okay. 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 So now but I it's worth it's worth it's it's worth exploring though. It's worth exploring. Okay. Okay. But uh, I am working for company C now, and they started. Doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter because you haven't got the priority date of 2015 though. If you get that one resurrected, you're going to get the priority date of 2015. If you don't get that one, you never get the, uh, that, uh, that priority date because it's never got approved for you. Okay. Okay. So it's worth exploring the option. Thank okay. you guys for coming. The next conference call will be not be on Monday. Monday is a holiday. It'll be Tuesday, guys. But I'll be there on Sunday with uh, TV Asia. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.